You're listening to V for Vertigo, episode 107. Something kind of vertigo going on here. I've been seeing fables in my dreams. I've been laying scalped out here for hours in this swamp in New Orleans. I've been reading spells from books and magic, trying just to help lay trails to you. Feeling like a loser, so, so tragic. Feeling like I'm left to preach at fools. All the time spent moving all so slow It's something kind of vertigo Welcome, it's the beginning of another edition of V for Vertigo Where I'm in the air, everywhere Streaming on the vast world wide web And this podcast is one man's journey into the world of all things Vertigo Comics Because everything else is just picture books I'm your host, Mark. The Heat Lose! Ah, ha 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 Johnson. And this week's spoiler-filled review will cover Greek Street. Blood Calls for Blood by Peter Milligan. And uh, forgive me for butchering your name within the first minute of the show. David Gianfilice. I, I don't know. Close enough. I need to hear names before I, I attempt to read it. And... You guys are, as I say every week, it's like so hard to get an episode out. <laughs> I blame the post conferences because uh, NBA.com um, was streaming the live post conferences uh, for the finals games. And what's interesting and pretty boring and weird is that depending on the team or players that come out, they, they constantly uh, switch stuff. So if a Mavericks were coming out, they would have uh, the the hat, the championship hats and the trophy, I guess. Well, they have the trophy for all of them? I think so. And then if uh, the Heat would come out, they would remove it and replace it with Gatorade. <laughs> so that was that was interesting and entertaining. And the guy would be like, mic check, one, two, one, two, mic check. And then he'd like adjust the hat. Is this good? Is this good? Okay, is this good? Okay. So, actually, that was rather boring. It was fascinating for, like, the first time, but... Got boring rather quickly, but... Yeah, the world rejoices! Because the Miami Heat lose. And all things considering... it, It's not that the Heat lost. It's that the Mavs... The Mavs won, man. They, they kind of... They put the beat down on the Heat. Not... Not tonight. It's just overall in the series. Well, I think it'd be a. Well, it's weird. Would it be a different series if the Heat were up 2 0? Because I could see what the Heat did in 06 to the Mavericks taking place. Say, I mean, if the Mavs went down, they could finally, like, hit things on all cylinders and win four games in a row instead of winning three. But, yeah, the better team did win. Cliche. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's weird. They really made them work. And, man, Miami has, like, no bench. Bench. I'm not even sure what happened to LeBron James tonight. And Bosch, all things considering, Bosch played a, a good series. A couple good games. And uh, 
it was like a quiet, <laughs> non-impactful stuff. Well, except for that, uh, he did hit the game winner of three, I believe. But I'm, I'm glad that the Mavs won. See, my prediction came true last year. Well, last year, what I had last year, and I did an episode on it. I think yeah, I had the Mavs and the uh, Magic in the finals. <laughs> so, yeah, the, why would I, Why did I pick? I didn't even do a show this week. I, personally, I thought it'd be the Lakers in the finals. I thought it'd be Lakers Heat, and that would have been a terrible series for me because I, I guess I would root for the Lakers, but even that would be painful. Almost as painful as rooting for the Heat. It really... It really was terrible, but so uh, we didn't have that. I'm trying to think what made them better. Okay, they picked up the things I thought last year. I thought I guess happened this year, but they got Chandler, which that made him hella good. They had Haywood. I think they had Haywood last year, but yeah, I, I if I remember correctly, I I think Hayward was supposed to be the starter this year. And I don't watch many Dallas games. I don't live in Texas. So I I think Hayward did briefly start. But Chandler ended up getting the spot. See, this is interesting. Uh, Hayward got injured in game one, I believe. And then Butler's been out for a while. So uh, they still managed to win. I didn't know how good Barrera is, but... Like the Marion. Peja, well, Peja was useless in this series, but he was pretty good in the previous series. So, I don't know, everything, maybe it was just the positive vibes of the rest of the world rooting with the Mavericks. But I was reluctant to get an episode out because I had to stay and watch the post conferences. And, man, it is really annoying to watch fucking Dwayne Wade and uh, LeBron James come out together i mean they're annoying anyway um yeah but it's like dude why are you guys together (laughs) you see no i mean occasionally people come out together like jay kidd and jason terry did tonight but overall i mean these people don't come out like you see chris bosh crying or about to cry cried earlier um lebron probably did too Uh, and, and then He's there by himself. He's like, what about me, guys? What about me? <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> but I'm so glad the Heat lost. Now, hopefully, I could do a Mavericks and win in my tournament in a couple weeks. I think I'm ready. I'm not ready. I'm just going to have some fun. But I want to say I playtested my Ninja deck. I want to say it's good? Question mark? Good? But we'll see. So... Hopefully it won't crap out on me, but it might. I don't. Our bad matchups. Huh? So congratulations to the Dallas Mavericks and MVP Finals Dirk Nowitzki, who even after a bad start, man, he showed up in the second half and in the second quarter, or fourth quarter, and then LeBron, he is pathetic. So many LeBron. Is going to be, he's not going to be an all-time great, even if they do win multiple championships. It's going to be one of those, man, LeBron, he was good, but he could have been like the greatest if he just worked at it or had a killer instinct. So, but all right, there's actually 
a tad bit of news item this week, so I gotta. This is gonna be a short show because I have to finish doing my douches, which are choking right now. Vertigo news. So there's only one news item this week, and that is Vertigo cancels Brian Woods Northlanders. And is anyone surprised? I think. Let me double check. Control click. I, I'm hitting Windows click. Control click. Okay. So, I think Brian Wood says. What do you say on his Tumblr? I still don't understand Tumblr. If anyone gets it? Um, apparently, for. I don't know what the numbers are, but. The trade sales for Northlanders are not good enough for DC Comics. So, yeah, that's what he says. And, uh, do people have any comments? There are 47 comments. Let, let's see what people's 47 comments are. And Bleeding, Bleeding Cool, blah, blah. Some, oh, his exclusive's up. Didn't even know he had it. I'm very disappointed. Sorry to hear that. Blah blah. I only get. Apparently, this guy's a big Brian Wood fan. No. Northlanders. Fantastic. Uh, I don't know why I'm trying to. Oh, to my alert. This deserves a comment. I love Northlanders. I love Northlanders. I love Northlanders. Sucks for him. Sucks. Blah 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 blah. Okay, so I'm not going to bother reading the rest of the comments. But I think the problem is, uh, like I said when I reviewed the trade of Northlanders, is it's really... Comics, everyone knows comics is, is a niche market. So Northlanders has a couple of problems. Um, if you haven't heard the show before or listened to those, uh, it, it the problem is... It rotates stories every book, which would be interesting, but the stories aren't really connected, at least from the first two, two, or did I read three? I don't remember. First two or three trades I read. So, that means new characters, uh, new plot, new whatever. So you don't have time to get to know... And uh, love their, uh, love the characters, hate them, whatever. The art's really excellent, though. I love the art in Northlanders. Um, and another downside is it all takes place in one part of the world, in one part, one time period. So you're getting the same thing every trade. And if you don't care about that, like I didn't, I was like, oh, okay. Um, then you won't you won't want to read it. So I think that attributed it to North uh, Bad Sales Northlanders, and like like Air getting canceled, like Greek Street getting canceled. I I'll, I want to talk about that today. Um, I think something else that it attributed to it was. It's just a title, man. They're very boring titles. Like, you look at Air. What do you think? I don't. I don't know. Greek Street, um, Northlanders, Madame Xanadu. It's just that seems like that movie from the 70s or something. So, 
But what I mean, what's on today? What's interesting titles? Um, Sweet Tooth. That sounds weird. Um, Fables, uh, I guess. And uh, there's another one. Scalped. I don't like any of those titles, but they. Uh, I don't like any of those books, but the titles are a lot more interesting. Even if they're pretty simple, like Fables is a simple uh, simple title, and uh, Sweet Tooth, I think it turns out to be a simple title, and Scalp, but but at least they conjure up things. Like, uh, like take Scalp. Oh, Scalp. Oh, scalp, right? I'm going to scalp you. And, but, like, uh, Northlanders, what is that? So... That might be why people haven't tried it. But I could be wrong. I have no idea. To be honest, I don't really like it. So, uh, alright. Enough, enough of that. Let's, uh, let's talk about one of those books that got cancelled. And now it's time for the rundown. Alright, so, Greek Street Blood Calls for Blood by Peter Milligan and David Gianfilis. Oh, man. Really hate butchering names. <laughs> okay, so I picked this up at WonderCon many moons ago, and it was it's like five bucks because it's half off. And I always wanted to read this. I know Peter Rios from Comic Geek Speak loves this, and he's the only one I know that has read it, heard about it anyway. Um, I so I was like, I give it a try, you know, even though it's canceled. I give it a try. It's only, it's only five bucks. Fucking, what the hell? Only dropped a couple bills at WonderCon. So what's five bucks? So, Greek Street takes place in London. Yeah, you lost. You, did I lose you already? Because I didn't know that either. Okay, Greek Street takes place in London uh, on a street called Greek Street. You got it. You got it. Give this man a prize. So, it's. I don't know how to. I don't know how to explain it. It starts off weird with a young black kid um, knowing his mom and then sleeping with her and then accidentally killing her. Yeah, weird. Hey, I thought it started off great with that. And then it takes place in a strip club. And there's two gangs or something posing each other. And I guess one guy got cut. And then he's all, okay, and then... I even though they probably have English accents, I can't imagine. Well, uh, my son got cut. Uh, I don't even know what accent it is. My son got cut. You must cut yourself, son. Or you must cut your son, and then it will be squared. Capisha? Why go be like cheerio? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so, so it seems yeah that eh, okay I was. Okay, so that part's kind of easy. Gang war. Otherwise, there's a gang war between two factions I can't remember. Although, I think one of them's called the Furies. Yeah, I think so. So, they, uh... And there's also... Okay, this is where things get confusing. So, there's a looning a 15-year-old maniac who's the daughter of one of these leaders... Um, but she's, like, seeing prophecies and visions and shit. But she's off her loony bin. Uh, for everyone else. And the... The actual Furies? I think they're the Furies or the, uh... What are those people with the womb? What is the, the womb? 
You know what I'm talking about? The Fates, I think they're called. I got I don't know my Greek mythology. Um, except my Hercules, Hercules. They are like they're looking for their sister, who's naked and kind of a corpse and running around killing people and stuffing Greek pages in their heart. It's it's weird. So. None of that gets solved. None of the plot lines get solved at the end of the book. Except that the black kid runs away with the screaming lunatic. And she doesn't look 15. But apparently that's illegal there, too. It's also illegal here. Even though he's like 18. They have sex. This is very weird. The, they didn't go to war. But I think they're on the verge, too. Um, I think they found the weird sister. I, I don't know. It's... Nothing ends, which is the problem I have to uh, get to later. And that is pretty much the summary for Greek Street. I wonder... Uh, okay, let me read the blurb. Or, uh, yeah. Lust. Ooh, maybe, those, maybe they were like... The stripper things are like reincarnations of those feelings. Uh, probably not, but just a thought. So, lust, rage, pride, vengeance... These are the appetites that drove the tales and tragedies of the ancient Greeks. Now, on the streets of modern-day London, everything old is new again. The dark desires that doom the likes of Oedipus, Agamemnon, and Medea are calling to a new, le- a new breed of royals and rogues, strippers and psychics, cops and killers, peers of the realm and lords of the city, all of them have their part to play in the deadly drama that's thousands of years old, yet always needs new blood to spill. Wah, 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 wah. Um, that actually sounds really interesting. I probably should have read it. So, uh, okay. I had forgotten Greek Street was coming out. And like I previously mentioned, I th- it was because of the title. When I think Greek Street, I think of life as a Greek in America. I don't even know what, what accent that was. I really probably won't need to watch old episodes of Full House to see Uncle Jesse and his family. They have they from Greece. I think it's a bad like a bad Italian accent, or is that I don't know. So yeah, you think of Greek Street. Forget blood calls the blood. Oh, even then, blood calls the blood. Well, family, right? So I was like, oh, okay, Greek Street. I guess it's about Greeks. I'm not Greek. I don't give a fuck. I knew a Greek guy. Well, I've known a couple, but yeah, I just I just met him again in uh, high school, high school reunion. Bit of a jackass. <laughs> More of a jackass now. Like a hot fiance. <laughs> Funny guy. Still kind of wanted to punch him, though, one time. <laughs> but I found him amusing. He's amusing then. He's amusing now. I don't really know any Greeks, so I was like, what the fuck do I care? What do I care about the Greek street? Um, uh, who knows? So, um, it's not about that, and I bet you, if you read the blurb to most people, they'd be like, oh, Greek street. That sounds interesting. I thought it was about Greek street. It's kind of like naming a book. Chinatown. Japantown. Little Italy. Oh, I guess I have been doing an Italian accent. <laughs> So these uh, short and easy titles all got cancelled and they all sound pretty boring. Even if they are good books. So I probably should have realized that Greek Street is not about that because the author is you know, 
Peter Milligan. He's English, I'm pretty sure. So, and, you know, but I don't know too much about Milligan's work. And to be fair, most, I mean, people do venture outside their comfort zones. Uh, Peter Milligan didn't because uh, another another London book. If I, I mean, if I had known it was another London book, I probably would have spaced this out. So, because what I, I recently read, The Vinyl Underground, another London book. And why I didn't cover this on the show, I read Phonogram. And you guessed it, another London book. And uh, it's I'm getting a little tired out. If I can hear their accents and be like, oh, I know what I want, yeah, no, cheerio, beep, beep, cheerio. If I can hear their accents, well, okay, another London book, but I can't, so, okay, I'm a little worn out. So, but Greek Street is nothing to do with Greeks, and it's not a typical London book. It's, uh, I think it's an allegory. Milligan, uh, I hope that's the correct term, Milligan uses old Greek stories to tell life uh tell about life in current london and i believe even though the the mobsters are named furies it also has the the greek furies the muses the fates and a bunch of others i don't know or recognize so i did like how weird and fucked up it started with a dude had sex with his own mother which if i remember correctly from oedipus oedipus whatever I don't think he knew, but this kid knew, and then he accidentally killed her. I don't remember if that happened, though. I think he, when he found out, he purposely killed her. I don't know. I, mean, I don't really care about Greek mythology. But I was really sick, and I was like, oh, alright, sick story. But, mm, that aside, after that happened, I was kind of hard-pressed, like I said in my summary, to to say what Greek Street's about. There's a war. There's a brewing war. Between a couple of factions. And I feel like that's important. But I neither know too much about the factions. So I don't care about it. It's just. There's a bunch. There's a bunch going on. And the more I read. The more I just didn't get into it. Like for example. There's the Furies and Strippers. The Raven Lunatic, the things that's ripping people apart, and the guy who fucked and killed his own mother. Like, you you try to say that to someone. They, they, all those things seem important, but they also seem very jumbled and as if they don't go together. Like a puzzle that won't fit. Like LeBron. <laughs> um, I focus, the, I don't know, it's like the story, or they did a good job focusing on everything. And giving it an equal amount of time. But it didn't do it enough to specifics. So. And, and and it felt like at times things were happening for shock value. Now one thing that annoyed me. And that was at the beginning of every issue. Was that there was a recap. From one of the uh, fate things. Or fury things. I don't know what they were. Strippers. And I understood the purpose of it they used to do that in greek plays if i remember correctly and while in this comic book it only lasted a page or two i didn't think it served a purpose it was it's kind of like a pointless recap page especially in a trade 
I didn't think it served a purpose except to be Greek-like and to show off a nice, hot, sexy stripper. Which I didn't mind because uh, I did thoroughly enjoy the art. It's great from the dude whose name I can't pronounce. Sorry, man. I didn't have any trouble following who's who. That's like my number one criteria. People are different. Strippers are really sexy. And the dead woman is kind of scary. And some people look like your average Joe and not all supermodel-y. Uh, but, you know, it makes sense because the one thing I come to expect from Vertigo, aside from canceling titles, it's that if they have a foreign, they get a lot of foreign artists and they're good. Uh, shame I can never pronounce their names, but, you know, they are all really good. But if I could remember their names, I would probably be on the lookout for their next work. Now, I hinted at this earlier. I really hated the ending, or lack thereof. It just ended. Nothing was resolved with the gangsters, the black kid, or the dead chick or the crazy chick it's like is is weird there i guess there was a happy ending for the black kid and crazy the the black and crazy kid no the black kid and the crazy chick um they kind of drove off into the sunset but if i don't i don't know are they gonna play a part in the later trades or is that it and it's like oh i don't know or would they, them leaving affect the rest of the series? That would be interesting. So, I, w- I would place Greek Street, Blood for Blood, with the majority of uh, f- first titles in the Vertigo series. It's okay. I mean, I don't know how many issues it lasted. Not many. I want to say four. Four is a good number. So I might pick up the rest, unless the second one is just really bad and makes me want to put it down. Uh, so I give uh, Greek Street on the Mark Critic score 3 out of 5. As always, thanks for listening everyone Wait, everyone That's not even a word. Everyone-y. everyone uh, Everyone. Thanks for listening, everyone. And thanks for the Dallas Mavericks for beating the Miami Heat. And thanks for the Heat for choking as always, I appreciate it if you left me some feedback on iTunes. You can support the show by buying my DRM free ebook, Catalyst The Passage of Hell's Fire, where it's available in the air everywhere. Next week's pick will be Fables, Wolves. If you have comments, questions, or suggestions, you can email me at vertigocast.gmail.com and you can go to the comicsforums.com and buy my comic. To see what's coming up, visit the website at vforvertigo.blogspot.com. I'm also part of the Comics Podcast Network at comicspodcast.com. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash hellsfire. And remember, you can't lose what you don't put in the middle, but you can't win much either. And like that, 